Welcome to Jim Lang's Retire Secure Podcast, where smart money talks. Throughout his career, Jim Lang has made it a priority to provide his clients, readers, and friends with useful, cutting-edge information, as well as peer-reviewed financial and tax planning strategies, so that they can make the most educated decisions and really get the most out of what they've got. And please stay with us until the end so you don't miss more information on how we can help you protect your wealth and ensure your family's financial security for the next generation. And now, Jim Lang. This is going to be uh, a very exciting event, uh, at least for me, and I hope for all you, because I'm kind of going to uh, unveil some of the things that I don't talk about often We're going to talk about four advanced Roth IRA conversion strategies. Usually, I I maybe talk about one or maybe talk about two, but we have saved so many hundreds of thousands of dollars with actually any one of these strategies that it's really exciting for me to include those into today's program. Originally, when we advertised the program, we didn't even include that. I just thought I want to give people the absolute most value I possibly could. And including these, some of these advanced Roth conversion strategies, I think that that is a great way to do it. Now, we are going to talk about some of the basics and some of the really important foundation tax protocols, if you will, that, that are going to be a prelude to Roth conversions in general, my thinking on how to measure Roth conversions and how to measure wealth when you have significant retirement plans, et cetera. But I think we're gonna, you're going to really enjoy both, let's say, some of the things that we have talked about before. Uh, so for some of you, there will be some repetition, but there will also be some great new stuff that, again, any one of these strategies can potentially mean tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars um, down the road for you and or your spouse or your children. Um, so one of the things that is a really good thing to understand is that we like to talk about things that you can control rather than things that you can't control. And one of the things that you can't, so for example, we can't control the market. We can't control inflation. Um, and to try to guess the market, to try to guess inflation is, is, is beyond, let's say, anything I would uh, say that we could do. But what I think that we can say is things that, one of the things that we can control and that might make the biggest difference uh, for you and or your family is a Roth, series of Roth IRA conversions. Um, typically, we don't do one huge one, but we typically do a series, often based on tax brackets, and that that might be the most important action step that you can take to protect your family from massive taxation, um, which I think is particularly important these days because we are you know, just about to hit some significant tax increases, and I'll tell you why I think that that's going to happen, and we're also... Um, now under the SECURE Act, which is just going to be this massive tax acceleration, and we will talk about that. So if you have an IRA, 401k, 403b, SEP, KEO, et cetera, and particularly 
if that money is the majority of your wealth, that money has not yet been subject to income taxes. Now, maybe you've converted to a Roth, which, which you have paid the taxes on. Maybe you have some money in retirement plans that you have already paid taxes on. We're going to talk about two special techniques to convert those into a Roth IRA for free. That's a little hint of what is coming. But for the most part, the big money in your retirement plans has not yet been subject to tax. And unless you're planning to leave that money to charity, it will be taxed. And uh, so taxes really are inevitable. And, you know, it's hard to predict uh, Congress and, and what's going to happen politically and what's going to happen to tax rates. But here is something that we know. In the Tax Cut and Jobs Act of 2017, there was a significant tax reduction, but it was only a temporary reduction. And the rates are scheduled to go back up to where they were before, plus inflation, in the year 2026, which means if we don't have any meaningful tax legislation, we're going to have significantly higher tax rates starting 2026. And that's very important to keep in mind for our planning purposes. In addition, we not only have those tax rates coming up, but we have this miserable SECURE Act, which I've been railing against even before it became law. I had a Facebook page, Stop, Save Our Stretch, because I just couldn't stand it. Because what the IRS is going to do um, is they're going to, subject to exception, to force our heirs to pay income taxes on our big IRAs, retirement plans, 401ks, 403bs, etc., within 10 years of our death, which, which is much different than the old law, which is going to create a again, a wave of massive taxation uh, for your heirs unless you do something about it. So we have higher taxes coming up. This is going to be for you, not just your heirs, with this miserable tax law after you're gone. So basically, if, if you do nothing, you're kind of like a sitting duck just saying, tax me, tax me. Fortunately, there are things that you can do that can save your family tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars, sometimes more than a million dollars. And I'm not talking about investing in some whiz-bang stock or, or trying to time the market or time inflation or anything else. I'm talking about sound, peer-reviewed, mathematically proven techniques to reduce taxes for you and your family. But if you don't do any of these things, I think, frankly, don't take this the wrong way, you're just going to get clobbered. So today we're going to talk about, obviously, Roth IRA conversions. And we're going to talk about some of the basic concepts uh, that, are, that I think are critical to understand when you talk about either IRAs or Roth IRAs. We're going to talk about Roth 401k conversions. Those are for people who are still working or money or people who have money still in their retirement plan. Again, whether it's a 401k, 403b, 457, uh, et cetera. And then we're gonna talk about some of my favorite things, which are some of the advanced Roth IRA con uh, conversion techniques. Uh, some, let's call it our secret sauce that hardly anybody talks about and even fewer practitioners do. We love to do it because if you could save somebody 
you know, $100,000, $500,000, and it doesn't cost them one cent in taxes. And I'm not exaggerating. You'll see the math and you'll see how this works. It is a huge value add. And frankly, that's something that just warms my heart which is to have significant tax reduction for a family, significant additional wealth, financial security for you and your kids, um, and it doesn't cost you anything. Obviously, with a traditional Roth conversion, it will cost you the taxes on the conversion, but some of these advanced techniques literally don't cost anything, and I don't understand why people aren't using them routinely. Uh, in our office, we do. We're also going to cover Roth and inflation. Uh, I have never seen this anywhere. Uh, the, the, the thing that I'm going to talk about, I think it's really important because we're obviously in inflationary times. Uh, who knows how long they're going to last? But if you think that inflation is going to continue and the question is, is, well, gee, I was thinking of doing a Roth conversion. What is the impact of inflation, should, should I be faster to do it? Should I be slower? Is it the same? Or is it gonna be what Jim usually answers? It depends, well, we'll see. Um, we're gonna talk about Roth IRA conversions before year end. And one of the, the ideas is, well, since we typically recommend a series of Roth conversions, one of the things that you should consider is does it make sense to either start or if you have already started to continue your series of Roth IRA conversions before year ends? Then we're going to talk about another advanced technique that I really like. And, and this is going to be this is going to be for people who are uh, more who are very interested in providing for their family. Um, you know, if for those of you who have heard me or seen me in person, um, one of the things that I like to do is to encourage people to spend some of their money because uh, having done this for over 35 years, I see so many people that have accumulated so much wealth and they've been in this deferred gratification mode basically their whole lives. And I beg them to take their family on a vacation to you know, rent a place somewhere warm in the, in the winter to do, to, you know, to get a concierge medicine doctor, whatever it is. And frankly, I I've been a little successful on the family vacation, but where I've been more successful, frankly, is getting people to be smart about their planning, even if it isn't, quote, spending or blowing money. And one of these techniques is going from the taxable world to the tax-free world. And in some ways, that's even more powerful than Roth IRA conversions themselves. Of course, we have to talk about the SECURE Act because now we have a different environment. Um, you know, before, and, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that. Um, and the SECURE Act is basically saying, okay, subject to important exceptions, and we're gonna go through the exceptions, the IRA, 401k, 403b, SEP, KEO, et cetera, that you die with will be subject to income taxes within 10 years after your death. You might say, well, gee, Jim, you said before, all the IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, unless we're going to leave it to charity, are going to be subject to, to taxes. 
So the SECURE Act is just saying you have to pay taxes sooner rather than later. And if, and for those of you who have, who have known me, I've been saying don't pay taxes now, pay taxes later, except for the Roth. I've been saying that since the Roth came around. And before that, it was just pay taxes later. Now we're going to even introduce an exception to pay taxes later, except for the Roth. And we're going to talk about going from the taxable to the tax-free environment. But back to the timing of paying the taxes, you might think, oh, gee, does it really make that big a difference because we're going to have to pay taxes on it anyway? Well, let's take two examples. One is um, either the old law or if you have somebody who qualifies for one of the exceptions to the SECURE Act. My wife and I have a daughter who is 27 years old. And unfortunately, she has a disability that will prevent her from doing any meaningful work and holding a job. Um, we're hoping, but uh, let's say given today's uh, medical environment, it is very unlikely that she will ever be able to work. Um, so that does, and she has qualified for SSDI and the IRS is now recognizing the Social Security's administration determination of disability, so she does qualify for an exception. And if we leave, let's say a million dollars in our IRA, the trajectory of that million dollars over her life can be seen in the solid green line. And by the way, that was that's the same law in effect, let's call it pre-2021 law, or pre-2020 law, which was, the child or the beneficiary of an inherited IRA could stretch or defer uh, the taxation and the distributions on that inherited IRA over their lifetime. So that was what the old law was, or if you meet uh, one of these limited exceptions. Today, if you don't meet that exception, you see the green serrated line? That shows zero. In other words, the difference between how your child is going to do in the long run, between the old law where your child still has $2 million versus today's law where your child has zero. So this is not something to be taken lightly. This is something to say, oh my goodness, the change in the law made it so that instead of my child having $2 million towards the later part of their life, they're going to run out of money. What the heck can I do about that? Um, I can't change the law. Um, that's some of the things that we're going to be talking about today. Now, fortunately, there's some important exceptions to the SECURE Act. Uh, one of them is uh, the spouse. You can leave as much money uh, to your spouse in your IRA, and your spouse uses the same rules of before the SECURE Act, which generally means they do a... a it's known as a spousal rollover. We prefer to use the term trustee to trustee transfer, which I'm not going to get into the differences. But anyway, your, your spouse can, in effect, do this trustee to trustee tr transfer into their own IRA, and then they take minimum required distributions just like you do, which is based on a factor determined uh, in publication 590, which to oversimplify as subject to exception, is the uh, joint life expectancy of somebody 
who, who is the IRA owner or a spouse who inherits the IRA and somebody deemed 10 years uh, younger. So if your spouse, for example, has maybe a 17-year life expectancy, or maybe you do uh, because you're in your early 70s, uh, you get this uh, bonus, if you will, to do the joint life expectancy. So you take the joint life expectancy, maybe around 25 years, um, divide that into the balance. So the minimum required distribution becomes uh, 4%, let's say for, for the spouse, not for a non-spouse or somebody that doesn't meet these exceptions. Um, I mentioned that one of the very critical exceptions is if you have a beneficiary, typically a child, it could be a niece, a nephew, a grandchild, et cetera, who, who is uh, determined by the Social Security Administration um, as disabled or chronically ill. Uh, that is, let's say, one of my new areas of passion. Um, it's actually always been with me, but let's say for confidentiality reasons, I didn't talk about it much because my, I, didn't, I didn't really want to talk about my daughter without her, let's say, full permission, which I now have. But anyway, we can help um, parents with a child with a disability which is not what we're gonna talk about today, but I will just say that that is coming up. And if you do have or know of anybody who has a child with a disability, uh, we have a special website, um, disabledchildplanning.com. Again, disabledchildplanning.com, where we talk about that. And one of the things that we talk about in for those children are Roth IRA conversions, and to be able to stretch the inherited IRA over the child's lifetime, something that you most likely and hopefully cannot do. Um, there is an exception if your child is under 21. On the other hand, that doesn't last beyond age 21. So let's say your child, uh, you die with a young child, uh, there is no minimum required distribution until that child is 21, but then the 10-year clock starts uh, when that child becomes 21. So it's really not that great an exception. Uh, one of the exceptions is if your beneficiary is less than 10 years younger than you. That will most likely apply if you are leaving money to an unmarried partner, uh, which by the way, I talk about, uh, not, not today, but I talk about the financial benefits of getting married. Um, one of these days, I wanna write a book called Get Married for the Money. Um, but anyway, that is one of the exceptions. The other one is um, if you are leaving money typically to a sibling who is not more than 10 years younger than you, then they can take minimum distributions based on the old rules, which would basically, they take their life expectancy, they divide that into the balance of the inherited IRA, and then that is how much they have to take as the minimum required distribution of the inherited IRA. Um, we're going to talk about charities and charitable remainder trusts in the second session today, but this is what I will tell you that is new. We have a section 7520 significant raise in the federal, um, in the federal rates. And the impact of that is to make charitable remainder trusts much more attractive than they were even a year ago. 
Again, we're gonna talk more about that on what I'll call the dying side, but that is an important exception to the SECURE Act. So I mentioned the Tax Cut and Jobs Act of 2017 and how taxes are gonna go up, but why don't we quantify, and, and by the way, state taxes are gonna go back up, meaning that the old, old exclusion was about $5 million. If you were married, about $10 million. Today, it's about $23 million if you're married. But again, unless there is a change, we're gonna go back to 5 million, well, plus inflation, um, if, or, or 10 million plus inflation if you are married. So we have these two really big tax increases coming with Congress doing nothing, the president doing nothing. That is part of the sunset of the Tax Cut and Jobs Act of 2017. So why don't we quantify? So let's say for discussion's sake, and you can hopefully see the uh, tax rates I have current tax rates on your right and old tax rates, um, which we think are going to be future tax rates on the left. Let's concentrate on the number $340,000. And you'll see that that is under today's rate in the 24% bracket. Now, if we take the, that same number, $340,000, and we look at the old rates or the future rates, we see that instead of being in the 24% bracket, you're in the 33% bracket. That's huge, a 9% difference in the tax rates right off the top. Well, and you might be saying, oh, Jim, gee, Jim, I don't make that kind of money. I'm at like at $100,000. Um, even or even let's say you're retired and you're taking, you know, minimum required distribution and one or if you're married to social securities and that pushes you to $100,000. So why are you even thinking about $340,000? Well, because you could potentially make a Roth IRA conversion. And I'm going to oversimplify now and say, let's say you're at 100 and you could go up to 340 and still be within a little, some in the 22% bracket, and then most in the 24% bracket. And that could prepare you to save taxes at the 33% bracket, not to mention the long-term tax-free growth of the Roth IRA for you, your spouse, and an additional 10 years for your beneficiary. So this is kind of like the beginning of the math part where we see that there is significant tax savings in the long run for Roth IRA conversions. Now, even without the tax increases, there's still significant benefits, but with the tax increases coming and the SECURE Act, it's really important to uh, protect yourself. We hope you've enjoyed this special edition of Jim Lang's Retire Secure Podcast, where smart money talks. If you've had your questions answered and would like to schedule an appointment to meet with Jim, call our offices at 1-800-387-1129. That number again is 1-800-387-1129. And if you would like to attend one of Jim's upcoming virtual events, go to paytaxeslater.com forward slash webinars. That address again is paytaxeslater.com forward slash webinars to reserve your virtual spot today.